What is going on, everybody? This is Gino Spirito back with episode 25 of the Gino Spirito podcast. Today is Saturday, February 27th. I hope you all uh, had a great week. Um, I know that I normally do uh, my last episode of the week on Fridays, but I got a little caught up with this yesterday. Um, but I'm happy to be here today. Uh, even you guys another episode. Um, like I said, I hope you all had a great week. I hope you had a great Saturday. Off to a great start uh, for the weekends, um, and you know, preparing for another week of grinding. Really, <laughs> I mean, I don't know what else we can really do, um, but continue to um, do just that. So, uh, without further ado, let's get into this. Um, of course, uh, with you know, every, um, every with every Friday um, comes a weekend full of new music. Um, you know, this, this week, uh, we had, we have a couple, couple big names, uh, drop as Bryson Tiller, of course, released, um, his deluxe of, uh, his anniversary album that came out uh, a few months ago. Um, that was, I, I've already listened to it. Uh, it was pretty solid. Um, of course, uh, Bryson Tiller said, um, recently that this was the last time, um, he'd be doing, uh, that trap soul, that trap soul type um, type vibe as he, he wants to create, um, more pop music, um, more R&B. Um, so it should be interesting to see what Bry- Bryson Tiller does next. I know he, uh, kind of was quiet for, for a minute, uh, after the, um, release of True to Self and, uh, how people weren't really, um, liking the album as much as they liked Trap Soul, um, and with the whole controversy between that, um, and then he just released Anniversary um, to kind of reminisce on Trap Soul and just like that era. So it should be interesting to see where he where he goes next with it. Um, but of course, uh, morning music from Pop Smoke as he released uh, a song AP um, for a new film. I can't remember which movie it's from. Um, haven't listened to it yet. Uh, YG uh, featuring Bid Sean. Go Bid came out. Uh, we had a new JID song yet again. Um, Post Malone came out with the song for the Pokemon 25 version. Um, you know, we, we had a pretty solid week for, for singles. Uh, some artists that have been on the radar for, you know, dropping or potentially uh, having something in the works. Uh, you know, nothing, nothing too major. You know, we have the deluxe from Bryson Tiller, of course, but uh, just some things to hold us over for another week. Hopefully, we get Certified Lover Boy soon. Hopefully, we get some of these other bid names soon. But uh, speaking of bid names that are collaborating and are confirmed to have a project on the way, is Bruno Mars and Anderson Pock, as they announced that they do have a collab project on the way. Um, their duo name is. The Silt Sonic, and um, I honestly couldn't be more excited for both of them. I mean, uh, Anderson Potts' last album was 2019's Ventura, and then, of course, Bruno Mars uh, was 2016's 24K Magic. Uh, probably the biggest album of 2016, uh, commercially-wise, as it did uh, win big at the Grammys um, and have sold seven total wins there. Um, and I just feel as if both artists are, um, you know, both of the vibes that they present on track after track on their own records, I uh, have no doubt that, um, you know, this collaboration 
won't go um, anything but you know anything but smooth. Uh, I feel like they both um, connect well. I can already you know just thinking about the music that they both have released. You can instantly see how it was probably easy for them to get in the studio and go in grind mode. Um, and collaborate the way that it looks like they have um, with a full-length project. So I think that's great. Um, you know, they, they both have already had great careers full of uh, feel-good music, uh, full of some music that makes you want to dance, makes you want to smile, makes you want to just have a good time. And I am very, very excited uh, to see what they both can bring on a collaboration album. Um, you know, I, I, I feel as if Bruno Mars is, of course, a, a bit more mainstream uh, than Anderson .Paak. Um, but, um, you know, I feel like he's been in the game a little bit longer. Um, you know, he's I mean, Bruno Mars has been around since I was in elementary school, middle school, um, putting out hits, too. He was he hasn't just been around, you know, um, he's been on the radio consistently for a long time. Uh, Anderson Park really got his big um, debut um, on uh, Dr. Dre's 2015 Compton, um, and it kind of just has uh, rode that wave ever since, uh, putting out great music ever since. Um, so yeah, I really just re I, I really feel as if this album is poised uh, to fit uh, slates uh, for both of them. Um, really, you know, Bruno Mars. Coming off the probably the biggest album of his career, even though he's put out big records before, um, and switching it up a bit, uh, you know, putting on a collab tape with uh, Anderson Park hasn't released music since 2016, and then Anderson Park, you know, um, an artist that uh, still uh, somehow, some way hasn't really gotten his uh, ill, you know, his his what what you know we, we it's time for the industry to uh pay it forward to anderson park he, he definitely deserves some more mainstream hits um some more radio plays some more recognition for the amazing voice and amazing talent that he is so i feel like both artists um are gonna you know they're definitely primed uh to have a great uh release with this um and I, I, I mean, they're, they're just, they're putting themselves right into this great slate of music that we uh, have in store for 2021. Um, and I, I just would not be surprised if we heard some of these shots on the radio for the rest of the year. Um, so yeah, I'm really excited, really looking forward to this. It looks like the first single drops on March 5th. Um, the album release date has not been announced yet, but I'm assuming if the single's coming, the album is coming just as soon. So um, in some other music news, Matt Miller's 2018 swimming has finally earned uh, platinum status as this is Matt Miller's first platinum album. Um, you know, of course, uh, this is personally my favorite Matt album. Um, came out in 2018, like I said, was Matt's fifth studio album. And, of course, the last uh, album that was released during um, his lifetime, this album was nominated for Best Rap Album of the Year. Um, and just like Travis Scott's uh, Astroworlds, um, and uh, I'm pretty sure Daytona was nominated that year, and then Nipsey's, Nipsey's was nominated as well. Uh, they all got snubbed by Cardi B. So not the way that uh, each of those expected, um, but like I said, Swimming is a tremendous, tremendous album of exploration and 
this concept of just trying to swim and get back to shore um, while continuously fighting uh, the waves and continuing to just swim regardless of uh, what's hitting you, what's pushing you back, um, you know, dealing with the conflicts and struggles um, of um, this new outlook on life after uh, Mac, you know, had gone through a lot of things uh, throughout this uh, early state, early uh, portions of his career um, and kind of finally making it to the end of, end of, uh, end of, on the other side and um, it's, it's unfortunate, you know, that uh, we are able to hear throughout the album multiple times, um, you know, just how happy Mac is and just how, um, you know, if, if he, he may be uh, happier, but he is still going through this same, you know, struggles that he was, but it's, it's just different. And he's kind of just able to see through it in a way. And um, he's, he's just figured it out to another level than... He hasn't it before, and um, regardless of if there are still demons and you know insecurities, issues, whatever it may be that he's fighting, he's gonna keep swimming. He's gonna keep pushing, um, and it's it, it's just spoken so much throughout um, the entire record, and it's it's just unfortunate that um, uh, that's just how it ends. You know, it's not it's a, a somber ending as you know maybe faces could have been or. Um, even good AM to an extent, um, but it, it, it's just, uh, you know, at the end of the day, it, it's, I feel as if this was a great, um, I know Circles did come out, um, but this was a great album for the time to really just show where Matt was at, show how much progress he had truly made um, in his own life, in his own development, uh, trying to maneuver this uh, fame that he acquired at such a young age and uh, going through everything that he did and finally being able to make it out on the other side and really just reflect on it all and kind of just uh, be able to kick his feet up and just be like, damn, that shit was wild, but I'm, I'm here, I'm still alive, and that's all that really matters at the end of the day, you know, regardless of what I'm feeling, if it's sad, if it's mad, if it's, you know, just anything. Like, I'm still alive and, you know, just feeling something... Uh, is better than not feeling anything at all and being six feet under. So, you know, it's it's a, it's a such an introspective and therapeutic album. Um, and it honestly just doesn't feel anything like, um, you know, some of the work that he had put out previously, like nothing like The Divine Feminine, uh, nothing like his kids' mixtape or uh, some of um, is his, as people would say, his frat boy uh, rap with uh, Donald Trump and Best Day Ever, the mixtape album. Um, and then, you know, not really introspective, um, you know, psychedelically with uh, Matadelic or Faces or watching movies. It's, it's something new. It's something, um, you know, something that fa- sounds as if, uh, you know, it's it's just definitely a, a cool and calm match, you know. It's uh, it, it, it allows the viewer to or the listener to just have a peace of mind about not only themselves but the world and, um, you know, what's the, the meaning of, of life and uh, why we all are here. It, it really just um, – it really just uh, – puts a lot of perspective um, into your own life if you don't 
um, have that or if you need, you know, you need that extra boost uh, to somehow go that way. Um, you know, you, you can definitely see this on his uh, Tiny Desk performance um, for this album. Uh, you can just see how happy Matt is to be performing these songs. You can just see the space that he's at in his life is just so beautiful and so calming and peaceful. Um, and he's just such a he's just such a poet, really. And, um, you know, he really just wants to um, push it forward and make sure everybody else at the end of the day never. I don't, I don't, you know, never feels down, never feels sad. And he wants to, you to, he basically wants to, uh, you know, kind of not necessarily take all this pain away from you, but know that you're not, uh, you know, alone in this all and know that, uh, you truly are okay. And I, I just feel as if, um, you know, this album came out in a time for me personally, when I really needed that, I really needed to hear this and I feel um, like swimming for me um, just helped me out in so many different ways uh, for my life and uh, kind of just progressing and moving forward and changing and evolving and kind of being okay with that you know being okay with the fact that I'm changing I'm I'm my, my habits are changing and my tastes are you know just uh, different than they used to be it, it, it's it's just um you know, it's, it, it changes. Okay. Growth is okay. And, um, those thoughts and those anxieties that you may have about it, that's normal. And that doesn't necessarily mean that you should not be accepting it. You know, um, you know, unfortunately I, I was going to finally meet Mac, uh, on this swimming tour. Um, I had meet and greet for the second time as I did have it for the divine feminine tour. And that did not work out for me as I had something come up. Um, I had my, I'm pretty sure it was a basketball tryout. And I regret that to this day. Um, you know, I, I understand high school sports can be important um, in the moment. And, um, you know, you may feel as if uh, it's really, uh, you know, if I miss this practice or if I miss this, I'm not going to, you know, I'm going to be behind. And that's really how high school sports and coaches can be but I think that's my biggest advice to people that are in high school that uh, do feel this way and uh, feel as if they're straight I, I really just suggest you continue to you know not to worry about that man if if I could go back I would go to this Matt Miller concert and I would not really look back and care because I would know that that practice would be the same as every other practice and I know my work ethic and my potential um, you know, my, you know, just the, the way I, the, the way I work would speak for itself and missing a practice once, um, when I had literally been at every other thing to begin with, you know, wouldn't, wouldn't really matter in the grand scheme of things as much as these coaches and, uh, these teams want to make you feel like that. It, it's really not, it, you know, I, I don't care if anybody disagrees with that really, um, if you're a high school coach or something, but that's just fats and they know it, you know, they want you to be there, of course, because yes, of course, it'll help the betterment of the team. It'll help yourself and the confidence with, you know, whatever it is, plays, uh, confidence in your shot, whatever it may be. But, you know, if, if things come up that you want to do, things come up that, uh, may not have another opportunity. I feel like this was the first time where, 
I felt as if I wasted an opportunity because of something that I wasn't as passionate about. And uh, that's just something that I'm going to have to live with. It's not, you know, I, I could have gone through much worse than not being able to meet Mac Miller and see him in concert another time. Uh, I'm just thankful I was able to see him at least once before he did pass away. Um, but, yeah, like I said, swimming – uh, throughout, it, it, it's just, um, it's, it's extremely introspective and it really just allows you to recognize your flaws and, um, you know, allow yourself, uh, to forgive, um, forgive yourself first and foremost, you know, I, I feel as if, uh, we are constantly looking, uh, for the pleasement of others and how I can make somebody's life, uh, less um less stressful based on what i'm bringing to it um but i think matt here is is really just showing you that you know you're gonna be feeling this way so you might as well accept it and you might as well love yourself because others aren't ever really going to understand what you are truly going through and trying to you know find that uh in others it, it's just never gonna really happen you know it's you're going to just continue to be disappointed if you're going to want to find uh, your self-worth and your self-forgiveness in others because, um, you know, you're the only person that you have at the end of the day in, in some cases in life. So, um, you know, I, I really just um, I really love this album. Like I said, it helped me out through some of the, you know, craziest times of my life and really just uh put me at ease and it it, it reminded me to take a step back sometimes and uh just you know just just take a different approach to life and um you know it, you may be juggling uh these many emotions um that you have at a certain time um but you know it, it it's okay it's really just okay it's that simple it and you're going to be fine at the end of the day. Um, so, yeah, I, I really feel as if Mac um, left us with this masterpiece um, and he, he showed the evolution that he had in himself and in the man that he was, the artist that he was. And, um, yeah, it, it's it's uh, it's unfortunate that we won't be able to. I mean, who knows what comes with Matt's estate um, and if they continue to release stuff. Which I, I wouldn't be surprised, of course, but, you know, it'd be nice every once in a while to get a tweet notification from Mac again and uh, just have his great presence on this earth. So um, some great songs on here, uh, some top tracks. If you have never listened to Swimming, I really suggest you listen to it front and back, front to back uh, without, you know, shuffling or anything first. But, um, you know, what's the use? You have Thundercat on the bass, just a beautiful song. You have self-care, the you know the lead single of this project um still is an amazing song to this day um small worlds with the harmonica is just is amazing you know jet fuel uh 2009 probably arguably matt's best song uh, you know it, it goes on and on this this entire project i really suggest if you have not listened to it to listen to it front and back and you'll, you'll gain some perspective and some uh, you, you'll start thinking about them, some things that maybe you should be thinking about a little bit more um, than you than you normally do. But moving on into into some football news, um, a couple quarterbacks uh, that are probably on the move. 
Um, first and foremost, the biggest quarterback of this free agency, Deshaun Watson, actually met with his Texans head coach, David Coley, last Friday. And he reiterated to this man that he has no intention of playing with this Texans organization. This, of course, was going to be a meeting of hopefully repairing something, hopefully trying to see where Deshaun is at with a potential return. for. So for him to reiterate the fact that he wants to be traded and he has no intention of you know playing for the Texans again um, just shows that there's truly has been no change on Watson's end. Uh, he remains... Uh, you know, just done with the Texans organization. Um, of course, in 2020, he was the third highest graded quarterback um, at a 92.5. Um, and this Texans organization is definitely going to be regretting, uh, you know, how they handled this entire situation. As, um, you know, in the early 2010s, we see this Texans team with a tremendous defense, a team that continued to win the AFC South. Um, and could not get it done in the playoffs due to their play at quarterback, you know, giving and then giving Brock Osweiler a huge contract, that not going well. And then finally, Deshaun Watson comes in, um, plays lights out for his first four years, earns a four, you know, that, a Matt's extension, um, you know, and, and this is what happens. It's unfortunate. I, I feel like the Texans are going to be kicking themselves in the foot for many years to come as – Deshaun Watson is going to continue to play at a high level for many, many, many more years. Um, but, yeah, this is really just all in the Texans at the end of the day. And, um, you know, those are who think Deshaun Watson is being a baby or, you know, he doesn't deserve to be. I mean, this man is literally a top three quarterback in the NFL, you know. He can really – he has all the power. He has all the leverage. If he doesn't want to play for the Texans, like the Texans uh, – should just accept that and try to trade him because they will get a lot in return for him. There's no doubt about that. Um, there's just no point in keeping him around if he doesn't want to play and his value is as high as it is right now. There's just there's just no reason to keep the man around, if you want me to be honest. Um, but the second quarterback, uh, of course, this quarterback um, has not asked to be traded uh, as bluntly as uh, Deshaun Watson has, um, but Russell Wilson um, said he will uh, only consider a trade if it was to the Cowboys, the Saints, the Raiders, and the Bears, um, as you know, this is something that uh, Russell Wilson's camp has uh, talked about uh, with the Seahawks about potential trade destinations as um, you know, a trade, uh, it's more likely to happen in the near future. Um, it's been heating up over the past, uh, you know, few weeks with Russell Wilson. Um, but I feel like this has kind of been this talk of the off season, the past few off seasons with Russell Wilson, um, as another report from Adam Schefter today came out and said that he would happily accept a trade to the bears, um, so, you know, we'll see what happens with Russell Wilson as well. Um, you know, another quarterback that is just phenomenal at his job. And uh, who knows with the change of scenery, um, getting away. Uh, Seattle really just hasn't been the same since that uh, Super Bowl collapse against uh, the Patriots. So, um, yeah, we'll, we'll really just see um, how it all pans out for Russell Wilson at the end of the day. 
but moving on into some NBA news. Uh, Wednesday night's games had a full slate of action. Of course, um, this started um, first and foremost, or I mean, the biggest game of the night was the number one uh, ranked Utah Jazz versus the number three ranked uh, Los Angeles Lakers. Um, and this game was uh, definitely all Utah Jazz from the beginning as they ended up getting a 114-89 win over the Lakers. Uh, just a, a three-point clinic uh, by the Jazz as they now are the first team in NBA history to make 53s over a two-game span. Um, you know, leading 63-47 to 47 at halftime. Already 14 threes at that point. Mike Conley had the first eight in the game, and it it really just did not seem to um, slow down from there. As um, you know, this uh, this Lakers team just didn't, really didn't have an answer. You know, no Utah Jazz player finished above twenty points, um, but you had a you had a very solid seven guys that finished in double figures and. And Devin Favors, uh, Mike Conley, Jordan Clarkson, Donovan Mitchell, Rudy Dobert, um, uh, Bodanovich um, as well. Um, you know, you have just so many playmakers, so many threes. Oh, my God. It was – the ball movement was just ridiculous as well. Um, and on the other side, the Lakers didn't have anybody in 20 either as LeBron only finished with 19-4-4. Four four. Uh, Montrezl Harrell had 16 points and 6 rebounds. Uh, Marquise, Marquise Morris, uh, of course, uh, started for the first time, had 12 points and nine rebounds. Um, but, you know, without Dennis Schroeder, without AD, it was, it was definitely um, another nightmare for the Lakers as this was now four straight losses. Um, you know, after the game, uh, LeBron said that this won't define who we will be for the rest of the season and for the long call, that's for sure. And um, Markeith Morris as well said that we see the Jazz. We know they beat our ass tonight. But in the playoffs, it's a different story. Um, you know, I, I feel as if, uh, you know, like Markeith said, that Utah Jazz, this was all Utah the entire game. I have never seen I, – I mean, I don't want to say I have never have, but I have not seen an NBA team move the ball as well as Utah Jazz did on Wednesday night. Um, and just how motivated and how excited they were to be playing against the Lakers. Uh, they were amped up from the get-go. There was an obvious team who wanted to win more, and that was the Jazz. So you got to hand it to them, but championships are not won in February, um, and it, it'll definitely be interesting to see how the rest of the season play out, plays out, how um, you know some of these seedings will work. Um, you know, Will the Clippers and Lakers play each other in the Western Conference semis and not the finals? Uh, we'll see, but it it you know it it was definitely a it was definitely a um a game that was just a little unfortunate you know I I, I really wish Schroeder and AD were healthy so we could get a better glimpse at this Jazz team but um they're they're just good they're a really really good team there's no denying that so you want to have your best on the court when you are playing the other team's best so we'll see what happens with that uh, the Hawks got a win over the Celtics who are now 15 and 17. And the Hawks are 14-18. They, they got to win 127-112. to 112. Um, You know, this was a game that was just as out of hand as the Lakers and Jazz as the Hawks were leading 72-49 to 49 at halftime. Uh, just, just a game that was out of hand from the beginning. Um, you know, we, we had a game down in OKC uh, with a buzzer beater by uh, Ludwins Dort. 
uh, as the OKC Thunder beat the Spurs 102 to 99. Uh, this was a game that saw um, SGA um, and OKC have 42 points, eight rebounds, have six threes in this one. Uh, the Warriors were able to also pick up a win over the Pacers 111 to 107. Uh, the Heat beat the Raptors 116 to 108. Um, and the Hornet, this Hornets team uh, went into Phoenix and beat this red hot Suns team 124 uh, to 121. Um, and then, of course, the Pelicans were able to get a win over this awful Detroit Pistons team 128 to 118. Um, and that, then this leads us right into. Thursday night's game as the Pelicans played a bat-to-bat, and they now had a tougher task um, in playing the butts uh, in Milwaukee as Giannis and Zion dueled. Um, you know, they put on a great show as Giannis finished with 38 points, 10 rebounds, and 4 assists. Zion finished with 34 points, 8 rebounds, and 6 assists. Um, and the butts were able to get the, um, the upper hand in this one. Uh, and beat this Pelicans team 129 to 120, uh, 125. Um, you know, Brandon Ingram was still able to finish with 23 points, four rebounds, and two assists. Lonzo Ball had, uh, he added 20 points and eight assists. Um, but this just wasn't enough as Giannis w- was great in this one. Uh, Chris Middleton had 31 points, seven rebounds, and six assists. Um, you know, this, this, this Butts team was just too much to handle for the Pelicans as they, their, their struggles definitely, um, you know, it, it just seems hot and miss, you know, hot and cold with this Pelicans team. So it'll continue to get interesting as we go past All Star break. Um, also on Thursday night, the Wizards were able to get an, a win uh, to win, to to increase their winning streak to sit straight as they beat the Nuggets one twelve uh, to one ten. Uh, this was a game that saw Bradley Beal finish with thirty three points. Russell Westbrook had another triple double, uh, sixteen ten and ten. Um, and on the other side of the ball, we had um, Jamal Murray have 34 points, six rebounds, six assists. Uh, the Joker finished with 24, 11 rebounds, seven assists. Uh, Russell Westbrook is uh, now had nine triple doubles this season, that which ties Daryl Walker in the 1989-1990 season for the most triple doubles in Wizards franchise history. Like I mentioned on the last podcast, it's pretty re- it's pretty remarkable seeing James Harden and Russell Westbrook have this instant success, instant history books um for their it, it instantly to the history books for their new franchise uh, as they are now um you know just playing at a great level as they always have been you know and i, I feel like that was the big storyline how would they be playing this year um on their new squads uh russell westbrook continues to amaze and like i just said james harden um in another win on thursday night the nets were able to take down the magic 129 and um to 92 uh, this was a game that the Nets, um, you know, increased their winning streak to eight. Um, you know, this was the 20th game this season where they have scored 120-plus points a game, um, and that's already tied for the most in franchise history. Um, you know, James Harden is now the second player in NBA history to average at least 20 points a game and 10 assists in his first 20 games with the franchise. Um, that's the first time somebody's done that since 1966. Um, and he's also, um, the first Nets player to average 20 point, uh, 20 plus a game and 10 plus assists over any 20 game span in franchise history. Um, so like I said, um, you know, continuing to make history, um, you know, 
for him to be able to produce a thousand points either scored or assisted on in his first 20 games um, is pretty remarkable as this Nets team continues to roll even without uh, Kevin Durant in the lineup. Um, you know, I don't know if it'll be good or bad uh, for uh, Kevin Durant to return at the moment. I know it's, you know, why the fuck wouldn't it be good, but I just feel like this Nets team is just playing with so much camaraderie. It's it's ridiculous, and, um, you know, it, it's just it's just going to get worse for the lead, let me tell you. <laughs> but uh, other Thursday night action saw the Grizzlies um, upset the Clippers 122-94. to uh, this was a game um, that saw Paul George and Kawhi only combine for 30 points. Uh, it saw seven Grizzlies finish with double figures. And this is, um, you know, the third instance of an eight-point favorite uh, losing by 25-plus points per game in the last season. And in those three instances, all three losses have been uh, dealt to the Clippers. So... Uh, not a great stat that you want to be seeing uh, for your franchise, but, um, you know, Flippers will be fine. Uh, just an off night for them. Um, and then uh, the 76ers were actually able to get a win over the Magic, 111-97. to um, Of course, this leads us into Friday night's games, which finally saw a Lakers W as they took um, a home game over the Blazers, 102-93. to um, LeBron finished 28 points, 11 rebounds, 7 assists. Uh, Dennis Schroeder, his addition, finally back from his uh, COVID protocols. Uh, 22 points, 3 rebounds, 2 assists. Um, his presence was felt instantly, especially on the defensive end, as this intensity picked up throughout. Alex Crusoe finished with 10 points, 6 rebounds, 2 assists. Montrez, of course, had 17 and 9. But like I said, Dennis Schroeder, um, Dennis Schroeder's addition Definitely clutch, um, you know, as the Lakers are now 6-1 without AD, but with Schroeder, and I feel as if that speaks volumes to kind of where the Lakers, this Lakers team is at. Um, you know, it, it sucks being without two of your best, uh, two of your three best, uh, you know, stars, but um, adding Schroeder um, back into that, allowing, you know, a little bit of less pressure to be taken off of LeBron definitely helped. Um, in this one, as uh, this actually marks the 49th time in LeBron's career where he, he led the team in points, rebounds, assists, and blots, and steals. Um, and the Nets' closest player is Kevin Garnett with only 29. So pretty remarkable stuff from the Lakers. I'm, I'm, I'm glad that we finally were able to, um, you know, get back on the track of winning. Um, but, you know, enough with some, uh, some scores around the league. Uh, thank God Devin Booker. Um, and the NBA figured this shit out because he is now going to be in the All-Star game next month as he will replace Anthony Davis. Of course, I would love to see Anthony Davis in this All-Star game, but this man uh, has been hurt. He has not uh, been playing um, to the level that he is capable of, and Devin Booker has been consistent this entire year. So congratulations, Devin Booker. Another person, another star that will be out and miss the All-Star game will be Kevin Durant. Uh, his spot Excuse me. will be... Uh, taken by Jason Tatum. Um, so, yeah, some changes to the All-Star game in the lineups um, and possibly some more changes to the logo as Kyrie Irving uh, posted on his Instagram saying, gotta happen, I don't care what anybody says, Black Canes built the lead as he posted a picture of Kobe Bryant in the NBA logo um, on his Instagram. Vanessa Bryant backed this up and uh, after Thursday night's game, 
Um, Tyree Irving bat this up. He said, Toby Bryant's the logo. Yes, it needs to happen. I don't care what anybody says. Um, I meant exactly what I said. Um, and I agree with him, man. You know, I, I feel as if it's time for change, especially the fact that Jerry West um, has said that he is open to changing the NBA logo. I feel as if, um, you know, you're not just replacing him with anybody. You're going to be replacing him with Kobe Bryant, one of the greatest basketball players of all time. Um, I feel as if uh, this this is something that uh, should be in the process of happening. It shouldn't just be a question. It should it should be going. It should. I hope there's something that is, you know, uh, in the process of happening to allow this, uh, you know, to work. I, I don't think this should just be like a something that gets brought up. I think it should already be, you know, in development. So uh, we'll see if that happens. Um, some criticism for LeBron though, as uh, the Soccer player, former LA Galaxy pers uh, 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 soccer player, and I know he's been playing in Europe for a while. Uh, Zlatan, um, I don't even know how, how to say his last name. Um, as he talks about LeBron and says, LeBron James is phenomenal at what he does, um, but I don't like it when people with the same, some kind of status, um, and they do politics at the same time as they're doing it. I mean, do what you are good at. Uh, this is the first mistake people do when they become famous and become a certain status. Stay out of it. Just do what you're best at because it does not look good. Um, this, of course, caused a lot of controversy um, as players around the league um, and just analysis. Um, analysts um, came to LeBron's defense, uh, those such as Kevin Love, not even in the NBA as well, uh, DeAndre Hopkins, uh, Jay Williams, Lewis Reddick. A lot of people came to LeBron's defense, um, you know, as, as they should. You know, LeBron uses his platform for so much positive change in this world. I mean, this man built his I Promise rule. Uh, he continues to give back to uh, that community of Akron, Ohio, in so many ways that uh, a lot of people just could not simply do. You know, the, um, the amount of pressure that was on him last NBA season to not only deliver a championship to the Los Angeles Lakers organization, um, but carry the burden of uh, doing it in a year where Kobe Bryant has had died, you know, and doing it in a year of uh, social injustice and a lot of these movements and being the face of the NBA and the fact that this man has the audacity to say LeBron can't be doing this or he shouldn't be doing this. It's just like stay in your lane, man. You know, I, I just don't feel as if um, it, it's just crazy to me that you can be an athlete and um, – you know, take the side of some of these reporters that have already attacked LeBron, said he should shut up and dribble. Um, when it's, you know, he's, like I said, he's just creating change in the world. He's creating a positive change. It's it just, you know, it's it's pretty ridiculous. It, it, it really just felt um, just not, uh, not with the times, not woke at all. It, it, it sounded like he was just stretching to get some comment for some reason. But I feel as if this man already has enough publicity and, you know, fame on his side. Like, he, he doesn't really need to say a comment like that to get the press, uh, you know, rolling and really looking after what he's saying. So it was pretty pretty unfortunate to hear that he said this, but I was really happy to see a lot of uh, – a lot of guys defending LeBron as they as they should, you know. It, it's just it's just disrespectful not only to LeBron but just to the the change that this world needs to be seen, you know. It, it it's it's just so unwoke. It's so disrespectful 
to not only LeBron, like I said, but all the people that don't have a voice like LeBron, you know, all the people that are suffering and are going through the things that LeBron is speaking on. Like, what are you telling them? You're telling them that uh, they're not going through the things that they're doing. They're telling you're telling them that this uh, idol that is actually speaking up for them is stupid and he doesn't know what he's talking about and he should just stick to sports like are you serious right now like that is just the most unwoke thing you can do that is just the most politically uncorrect thing to do um you know it's it's funny because he felt as if he was being attacked by racist uh racism as people uh i'm pretty sure were criticizing his last name not saying he was from the club he was a part of back in 2018 supposedly so uh, it's kind of just hypocritical on his part as well. Um, it's really unfortunate to see, like I said, a fellow athlete uh, not stepping up for or not sticking up for another fellow athlete, but instead tearing him down um, and using his platform to, you know, tell him how wrong he is. So uh, extremely unwoke and very unfortunate. But, you know, it is what it is. LeBron was able to clap back and uh, say his piece as he should. But, you know, it's time for change. It's time for happy you know it's time for everybody to feel equal it's time for uh you know kids to not have to get certain thoughts from their parents because of the skin of the you know the 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 color of their skin and uh you know making sure they have to do certain things because of that it's just it's time for a lot of change in this world and um you know it, it's just unfortunate to see somebody of that degree tearing down somebody that is using his platform in a positive way you know he never came at you he never came at soccer or anything like that you know i can understand okay he attacks your sport or something and or you know maybe attacks you like okay maybe but for you to just randomly bring up lebron james like you're just reaching you know what i mean like he has never he's probably never even heard of you before i mean even if he has it was just because you played for the la galaxy and like it wasn't anything to do with you know p politics and stuff but the fact that you have to bring up his name for no reason just doesn't make sense to me and it's just unfortunate it's just not the it's not the trend that we're wanting with the times you know and it's it, it's just yeah like i said it's sad to see um but I, I hope that he really you know releases something and, and addresses apologizes to LeBron or something. But we'll see. Um, but that's all I have uh, for today. I hope you all, like I said, have a great Saturday, a great rest of your weekend, um, and and get ready for next uh, the next week of grinding. But yeah, I will I will see you all um, for a fresh month um, on Monday, March first. And uh, like I said, I hope you all are having a great great weekend, and I will see you soon. Thank you so much.